It is, but it looks nice, right? It does look nice. I don't. I'm. 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 I'm, 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 I'm used to like seeing you record and not like being no, part of the room. not being behind the mic. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Conversations with Mo, and I have my baby here with me today, and this is like a special Mother's Day episode. So first of all, shout out to my team. They always have the best ideas and we sat down we had a meeting this week and in our meeting we talked about you know upcoming episodes and what we should do and all this great stuff (coughs) sorry it's not coronavirus um (laughs) so um um main came up with this great idea to do a mother's day episode and so at first i wanted to do like me my mom and my sister but then i was like you know what i want to do one with my baby because i even had somebody tell me once they didn't even know i had a baby and she's not a baby she's like a teenager but so i wanted to do one with my baby caitlin and just kind of have like a mother-daughter conversation so, hi, Caitlin. Am I supposed to reply? Yeah, duh. Oh, hey. Hey. Who am I saying hey to? Uh, my fans, my listeners. <laughs> Don't be awkward. So, um, <clears throat> yeah. So, um, I want people to really get to know you. So, for, stop blowing in the mic. <laughs> Listen, so Caitlin is so used to seeing me work. She's not used to being behind the mic. So I've had to say stuff like stop blowing in the mic, talk into the mic, stop playing with the mic. Just make sure you're talking into the mic. Yeah. So anyway, so introduce yourself to my lovely listeners. They want to know so much about you. And like I said, this is our special Mother's Day episode. So we're going to just kind of have some girl talk. My name is Caitlin Coleman. Can I tell people what I call you? No? no, you may not. Okay, all right. But um, it's really funny when like people meet my mom and they call her Miss Coleman, and it's like it's really funny because that's not my mom's name, right? But you know what? The doctor called me the other day. Oh, Doctor Miller called me about your braces. She's like, "Hey, Miss Coleman." She's like, "Oh God, really don't call me that." <laughs> really Crazy. So, Caitlin, what school do you go to? I go to Davis and Fine Arts. How do you like it? It's he- be honest when I first went it was like a it was like a cultural reset because like it's just really different because it's a middle school and a high school so most people are used to just going to high school and that being the change but you had to get adjusted to high school and middle school and it's like they put you ahead because like you take college courses really early at Davidson you take high school courses in middle school so yeah. So what about before then? Where'd you go before then? I went to Walker. So how was Walker different from Davidson? I mean, it was just a fine arts aspect. And also when I was at Walker, I was a straight A student because it was it was pretty easy for me. I was ahead of everyone else. I had a high reading level, which I kinda wish I had it. Like I Why? Because the your way- mommy made you smart. Your grand, your yeah, great grandmother was an English teacher for over thirty years for Richmond County Schools. Not listening. Okay, carry on. 
I kind of wish I hadn't got treated with the special treatment I got, like put in the gifted program, because they primp you to think that you're already so smart that you don't need to improve. So when I got to Davidson, the gifted title did nothing for me because I took the same class as everyone as else. As everybody else. Everybody gifted. Yeah. So yeah. it's a the special treatment. Don't want to say spoiled me, but it didn't prepare me. Or maybe it gave you a false narrative. Basically. Yeah. Okay. That's understandable. So remember, do you remember the first time you got, do you remember when we got your acceptance letter to C.T. Walker? I'm, I'm really pretty sure I'm too young for that. I really don't remember. Okay. But I remember. So we had a P.O. box and I told you, remember, I said, we need to go check the mailbox to see if your letter came. I do remember that. I remember he kept talking about a letter, but I didn't really know what it was about. Yeah. And remember when we got the letter and I started crying Oh, yeah, that was really confusing. Yeah. And you said, well, it's just a school. It was in my head. It was just a school. Yeah. And I said, you know what? One day, one day you'll thank me. So what do you think now? Do you thank me? Kind of. I enjoyed my experience. It gave, like, it gave me my best friend. He's been my best friend for like 11 plus years. But then there are some, some things from Walker I wouldn't. Some teachers i had that kind of didn't give you the best experience yeah do you think you would have been it would have been different if you would have went to a public school i know i'm too sensitive for public schools oh okay so that was a good so getting you into this school was a great decision it was worth the tears absolutely okay all right girl so while we're talking about school um you're coming up on your junior year I don't like how you asked it like it was a question. I mean, I'm just, I want you to confirm <laughs> for the people. <laughs> no, because they should know, but you They don't know. know you. But no, you said it like a question, like your junior year. Yes, mother, my junior year. I mean, I'm just saying, whatever. Let the people know you. So you have like a year and a half left of high school. Are you excited? Nervous? I don't know. I just have to take it as it comes. Okay. My junior year was fun. El Coach, your junior year was fun. You were a cheerleader. I was a cheerleader. I had a lot of friends. I dated the football player. It was all fun. But, I mean, now that I look back on it, I could have done things differently. Kind of been more active in other clubs and stuff. See, you have dance and what? Don't you, aren't you a part of some other club? can't you you do so much don't embarrass me like this mother <laughs> don't embarrass me. how i can't keep up with all this stuff you have drama um and what else i haven't taken drama since sixth grade <laughs> no no not that the club oh i mean oh i did poetry club oh po- that's what it was poetry club yeah i'm in poetry club but you dance so what are you looking forward to do more of this year well uh, this upcoming school year I said I was going to try track. Okay. I think you should. Because it's not that I can't run. I just choose not to run. And the asthma restriction kind of will bum me out when it came to doing athletic stuff. Because even so, in a dance class, I still find myself kind of getting winded. Yeah, but you have to take your medicine regularly. That's that's on you, baby. Did yep. you enjoy that? I did. It was funny. <laughs> did you crack yourself up? Don't embarrass me on my shit. Don't do that. No, I'm kidding. Okay, so what what do you think about school-wise? We've talked about some schools. What's your top five? Howard, UGA, um, 
Kennesaw. Yeah, Kennesaw. Morehouse, not Morehouse, Jesus, Spelman, and University of Chicago. I thought you, I thought Spelman was off the boat. It's one of my last resorts in my top five because it's a good school, but like I was, I was always been about variety and being restricted to an all girl. I don't know how I feel about that, but I'm open to it. But remember, I told you it's right next to Morehouse, it's right next to Clark. So sometimes you're not, it's not like you're taking classes with just females all day. So sometimes you'll be taking classes with guys from Morehouse or people from, I don't know if it's from people from Clark. I, I don't want to say that. That might be wrong. But, yeah, you're not just restricted there. But it is, listen, it is a great HBCU. And you know somebody that goes to Spelman. Oh, yeah. Oh, my best friend's sister, Mary yeah. Brown, she goes to Spelman. How she yeah. says she like it? She enjoys it. I mean, seeing as she, yeah, she she's here because of quarantine, of course. But she never comes home. So she must be having a great time. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you know when you're having a great time in college, when you never come visit. I just don't want to be restricted to the schools in Georgia because, of course, I want to be close to my family. It's just the schools in Georgia don't really match up to what I want. So what do you want to do? What What are your goals once you get to college? It's important to me to go to a school that incorporates fine arts because they've become such a big part of my life. That's why UGA is one of my top picks. Because they have a great dance program and a great psychology program, which is what I want to major in. Okay. Any other schools you looked at with a, a good dance program? Howard has the dancing like you see in Homecoming and Beyonce's Homecoming, which I've always been open to major it because it's different than what I'm used to. I would like to see you do something like that. And it's just important to me to go to HBCU. Is it important to you or is it important to me? It's important to me. It's like I... Not say I feel safer, but it feels good to be around people that look like you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Hats off to you, girl. So I want to ask some different questions um, because we have some. We have a lot to talk about. <laughs> We've been in the game for 16 years. We think it's thieves. You're my best friend. So tell t- the. I want to ask you, what are three things? No, no, no. So let's go back. Let's trade back. So, you know, it's just you and I, not married, no boyfriend, anything like that. How do you feel about growing up in a single-family home? It definitely made me cautious of other people. I never really wanted other people to be a part of our family. Out of our duo, our our dynamic duo. Because, like, I don't want to say it gave me, like, issues, but... I don't like, now I don't like to open doors for people Yeah, that they can just walk out of. You know? Yeah. we've Well, we've had, you know, it was me and you and Nikki for a long time, and that was a little different. So I, I definitely understand that. How do you feel going forward? Because, um, you know, you'll be gone, and mama going to be out here dating. I mean, it's important for me, for you to... Have that happiness and that um security. So of course that part's out of my hands, but because you're gonna be doing your thing, you're gonna be in college. In my head, even if that does happen, it's always just gonna be me and you. Oh yeah, biggest things, girl. Pinky swears and all. <laughs> Pinky swears are cute. We used to do that all the time. Oh, come on, do it one more time. Do it for the gram. Yes. <laughs> 
Oh, you do it. That's why I never like doing it with you because you did it so tight. So, oh, and yeah. I was so small, and like I thought my pinky was gonna break off. <laughs> so a part of growing up in a single parent household, because I it was me and my mom. So I feel I kind of feel where you're coming from. It was me and my mom for a long time. Then Mama married Poppy, and then it was three of us, and I was just like. Ugh. It was two of us for so long. How dare you go get a husband? But he inadvertently became my best friend. So I definitely I definitely can see that. But, you know, mama always got your back, right, wrong, or indifferent. You know, I'm, I got you. So there are no worries there. Tell me something that you feel like, because we've been talking about, like, just growing up and going to college and being responsible, being socially aware. Tell me some things that you feel like you've learned from me or that I've taught you. Well, one thing is not necessarily a good thing. It's okay. not like um, being rude to you, but I've learned that being passive aggressive during argument will get you nowhere because somewhere, sometimes we'll disagree and you'll be a little passive aggressive about it, but then you'll acknowledge that you were passive aggressive about it. Oh, yeah. And we solve the problem. I'm very accountable for my actions, but I am extremely passive aggressive. But I think my passive aggressiveness came from my upbringing. When it was just me and Nana, I kind of got the same treatment from her. So it kind of just rubbed off. But I think I'm more aware, and awareness brings, you know, more accountability. So, yeah, th- thanks for pointing that out. I try not to be as passive-aggressive anymore. I mean, it's just the best of both worlds with the two of you because, I don't know, I feel like Nana taught me how to have my guard up and, you know, to be responsible for myself. Yeah. And, like, the same thing she taught me that you didn't teach me, so it's it's two collective lessons. Yeah. What else do you think feel like you learned? I feel like... I learned how to do for myself because there wasn't people to hand things to you, you know, and you, you did really well for me with it just being you. So it definitely taught me how to do for myself. Taught you how to hustle. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It does teach you how to hustle because I worked a lot. Yeah. It was like, it was some weeks I didn't, I saw you maybe like twice a week. Yeah. But it, it taught you the value of things. Yeah, and taught you how to get out. You have to get out there in the mud and get it. It also teaches you that life don't owe you shit at all. Nothing. So it teaches you how to go out there and get it. I feel like you're capable of doing such. What else? This is good stuff. <laughs> is this good stuff? Um, did he just take a picture? What did he do? No, it cut off. Oh. Carry on. But, um. I think another thing I learned is hmm, a good question. I didn't learn how to cook from you. I did learn how to cook from my aunt. <laughs> I mean, I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take that. My aunt is the GOAT, though, when it comes to, like, teaching how to cook. When I was your age, it was just me and her. Because even though Antoine was born, I was the first first niece, first grandbaby. So I spent a lot of time with her when my mom would work. And so she taught me how to cook too. But I really learned more when I used to live here with Grandma B. I didn't get the same, like, I didn't, I don't know. I, some people tell me she was my, I was her favorite. And I think that's just because I was the oldest and she didn't like little children. Well, no, she, you definitely were her favorite because she got a, she got in on watching you grow up. 
So sometimes, you know, you have people that are, you know, you got all these kids in your family, but you don't really get a chance to be a part of their upbringing. And so since we were always around her, me and Nana, that kept you around her. So that, that really made her hone in on how you were brought up. Oh, that baby need to eat dress. And she made sure that you had one. And so, yeah, that, that was the part about it that made you her favorite. So I don't really think it's because you were the oldest, but you know, Hey, I'm the oldest and I was the favorite too. So I know I'm going to favorite. Oh yeah. Y'all like thick as thieves. Y'all are best friends. Miss Liaison, like I call her. <laughs> Listen, I call her that, and she was like, "This is not about business. Only people that's calling me about business call me Miss Lyson." We hung out today; it was pretty fun. I think I just learned collective things from all you guys. Like, like I said, Nana taught me how to um, be secure within myself, not depend on other people, and you taught me that. Um, you taught me a lot of life lessons, like how to stand up for myself. I don't owe a lot of people anything. And then girl, I've had just taught me to be sweet within being so sturdy. Yeah. She's cause she's she's really nice. She's really nice, but she got who baby. That tongue is a lasher. She will cuss that ass out properly. But she's real. She's such a sweet lady. Give her, give you the shirt off her back. So it's a lot of life lessons there. Um, I think for me, I learned a lot from Grandma Pat because I used to live with her. I lived with everybody. I lived with Grandma Pat for a little while in my older years after I graduated high school, and then I lived here with Grandma B for a little while because I wanted to go to school over here. So, but Grandma B really taught me like spiritually how to just be one with the Lord. She prayed for me. She always made sure that I understood um, where my help came from and that, you know, my faith in God was going to get me places that man could never get me. She taught me how to cook. She taught me how to be stern. Now, it's funny because you said sturdy or stern, but I have people at work tell me, oh, you're so mean and you're not very approachable. And it's not that I'm mean, I'm stern. I say what I mean and I mean what I say, you know, and I feel like that gets me far because it doesn't make me a pushover. Um, But then it could also be, you know, misinterpreted with, oh, you're mean. But Grandma B was mean, though. (laughs) She was really kind of, if you didn't know her, you would think she was really mean. I don't really have a lot of memories of her because I was 12 when she died. Um, 2009. No, no, no. 2000. It was, it'll be six years, seven years this year. I was like 10 or 11. Yeah. But, um, I think 10 good years with her. One thing I do remember is like, she had this candy jar. I don't know where we put it. It's in here somewhere. It was always like full of my favorite candy. And I just like, I wanted so much of it. Like, I would wait till she like turned around. Cause she would let me have one piece when I came over. That's right. But I wanted more than one piece. And I just remember her swatting the candy bowl for me every time. <laughs> and I just can't remember. I was just thinking, like, why can't it's candy? What's the and, problem? And you have it here for people. Why not me? I was like, what's the problem? It's candy. But well, that's good. So tell me, um, now you are only child. That has to be fun. I was the only child for ten years, and then I had a brother. Well. I was only child until 1989, and then I got a stepsister. 
But then my brother was born in 19, whatever. We're 10 years apart. I love you guys, but you can have that. <laughs> you written out like I've like I really wanted siblings when I was younger. And not for a good reason. It's I wanted siblings to share punishments with. <laughs> I, I'm so serious. Like I remember you were yelling at me. I'm like, if it was like three of me here, this would not feel as bad. But and I, I don't I'm not against the idea of having siblings. It's just I felt like I've always done for myself and like I don't know. I'm not gonna say I'm very selfish, but I'm very selfish. Okay. It's just the thought of like picking up somebody change somebody's diaper, help somebody with some homework. I just, I, 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 don't see, I don't see myself fitting that way into my life. But, of course, I'd adapt and adjust if I was giving a little brother. But sister. I don't, what, one thing I, I don't want you to feel like, and, and babies are not on my radar anytime soon, but, hey, you know, God has different plans. He might send me a husband tomorrow. Who knows? But I don't ever want you to feel like it's your kid. That you have to take care of. I mean, that's just a piece of the puzzle. The interaction is what I want you to cherish more. What can they learn from you? I love on them while you're here. Because if I don't if I don't have a baby within the next two years, you're not going to get that full-on experience because you're not going to be in the house. That's another reason that I really don't want to live anytime soon because I want the courtesy, if I have one, to watch it grow up. And I can't do that miles yeah. away. Yeah. Absolutely. Understood. Well, how's it been? How has it been being the only child? That's another reason I'm pretty selfish as is because it's, it's been about me for 16 years. years. 16. So I don't know. Splitting that. Like I can't, I just feel like, I feel like blue Ivy sometimes when I think about it, like she has to split her mama money three ways. Like that guy's <sighs> That is her mama money and not hers. But what, I mean, what are the perks of it? Because, I mean, when I was the only child, it was so much fun. I could go wherever I want. I got whatever I wanted. I didn't have to share. And then TJ came. I mean, it's definitely nice that, but then, you know, you think about what it would be like to have a sibling. Because like, I can't talk about with you with everything. Yeah. So. Having yeah. that person to talk to, that's fun. I didn't have that either, so don't feel bad. I just, I'm really grateful I don't have a twin, though. I mean, did I'm you want so, one? No, I didn't. So I think about it, and, like, there are, like, three sets of twins in my school, and, like, I would just be really upset if someone was just walking around looking like me. <laughs> I really would be. I don't think you would. I think you would love them. Like, you like Maya when Maya comes over here. I, I like babies when they don't stay. I'm kidding. But, um. I do like, I get along with people's kids really well. So sometimes I think it was meant for me to have a sibling. So how does, you said you like babies. So how does being, a, being a, growing up in a single parent household, being an only child, being black, um, being, you know, as talented as you are, how does that get, what are your viewpoints on motherhood going forward? Because, you know, after, after, you know, you're old enough to have babies now. Not that you, I would encourage that. But, <laughs> I mean, how, how do you view motherhood and, and when, when do you feel like, what do you feel like you would contribute to a child that you would bring into the world later, a lot later, long in your 30s in life? Yeah, the one thing that the three of you have always really told me is like, well, Nana said, go to school, go to school, go to school. You said, go to school, go to school, go to school. Grandpa said, go to school, go to school, go to school. And I feel like 
I don't know. I'm not going to say y'all were derived of the opportunity, but I don't think I don't think y'all got the same opportunities that are available to me now. Yeah. So I definitely want to take advantage of them. And, you know, you guys all had each other so young. Not so young, but, you know, early in life. And it's like, not that I don't want the same thing. It's just I want to. It's a, but it, listen, I want everything you guys didn't get to get. Absolutely. First. And it's it's okay and it's fair and it's a valid feeling not to want to cut off your 20s. Because I had you when I was 21. That sucks for you. I'm not going to lie. I, oh, baby, let me tell you. I love you to the death of me, but I should have made wiser choices. That's drinking age, too. That's, that sucks for you. Who, really baby? Sucks. You telling me? You cut a sister 20s off. But, no, even having you so young or early in life, I cut off a lot of my 20s. My friends were in college. They were having fun. And I was a full-blown mama. They was going on vacations with their boyfriends and spring break. And, and I was just like, yep, I'm over here mommy in. Me and my boo. But, you know, it made me have a better appreciation for where we are now. Because now that I'm almost 40, I, I'm i cool. My friends got small kids. My baby at the door. She about to be a graduate. So it's, it just depends on, you know, how you view things. I feel like you and I experienced the struggle together. You may not know the struggles that we, we have gone through collectively, but... You know, I feel like I did what I could and I did my very best. You never went without, never not had lights of water. So Oh my god, I remember that when we got bed bugs. It was like right Don't next, talk about it. Jesus when we Christ. got the things that shall not be named. It was like really close to my birthday and like we weren't in the house, like we couldn't be in the house. Yeah. Because they were spraying a lot. We were at Nana's house. But like I remember we came to our house one morning because it was my birthday. And, like, there were, like, still presents, like, in my room. Yeah. Even though we couldn't be there. And it, it just gives me appreciation. Like, Oh, yeah. And, and listen, that was a that was a trying time for us. Listen, I don't know if y'all niggas ever had motherfucking bed bugs, but them bitches are the devil. Um, but, yeah, that we, we've had some struggles together, but I think it has really strengthened our relationship and really taught us the facts of life. Um, I feel like it's a lot of things that you'll take with you when you get ready to, to go to college. I just want you to be secure in the decisions that you make. Don't second guess yourself. I just feel like you're going to send me to college with like five bed bug covers. <laughs> I am. Because <laughs> they're everywhere. <laughs> so, I this was fun. I like your shirt. It says, I'm allergic to stupidity. I break out in sarcasm. Who bought you that? You say it every time I wear this shirt, and I, I think it's because you really like it for some reason. I love it. I bought it. You bring it up every time I wear it. I know. It's cute. Well, Caitlin, this has been fun. Oh, is it over? It's. I think we're good. Oh. You got more you want to talk about? Nope. <laughs> Don't look like it. Oh, I did want to ask you. Oh, wait. So, I, before we do that, I, we're going to do a segment called I Really Wish You Knew. We're going to just do a little small segment called I Really Wish You Knew, and I want you to tell me things you really wish I knew, good or bad. So, go. Oh. Well, one thing I wish you knew is, like, when I, like, like, when I drop something or, like, I make a mistake or something, you, like, I hate when you, like, drag my name out when I do it because I didn't do it on purpose. Caitlin! That irritates my soul. (laughs) Sorry. I didn't do it on purpose. It just happened. Okay. I'll take that. What else? Um, it could be something good too. You know, don't have to all be bad. 
Oh, a lot of nights. Like, it, it happened really early. Like, I think I started when I was seven or something. I couldn't go to sleep until you went to sleep. Yeah. Like, I couldn't, like, I, would, I even though I was down the hall, like, I would wait till I heard you going to sleep. Then I would feel safe enough to go to sleep. I don't know why. I just started doing that really young. Mm. Okay. What else? I got some. I really wish you knew. I wish you knew Monopoly is not that great of a game. <laughs> Um, okay. I I wish you I really wish you knew that um no matter what happened between me and your dad, like we really tried to make it work. Really tried to make it work. Oh, I never doubted that. It wasn't it wasn't important to me. Yeah. Well, you know, I remember one time you said I didn't know you were in you were very young, you were in kindergarten. You said, I didn't know that you were supposed to have a mommy and daddy until I went to school and I saw everybody's dad. <laughs> It's so funny because I still do that. Like, my friends, like, they have, like, these three-person homes. And I'm like, how does that feel? <laughs> two-person homes? Yeah. Oh, yeah, two-person home. And, like, I'll I'll joke with them because, like, I make really satire jokes. I'm like, how does that feel? Happy home. Do you like that? <laughs> you are so funny. But, yeah, I, I, I wish you knew that you know, despite wherever we are right now in life that we always want the best for you. We really tried to make it work. Um, we just were two opposite type people. And we were going in two opposite directions at that point in life. Um, but you have a lot. You grew up in a lot of love. Um, mm, I appreciate it because some people have babies with someone. And then, then, like, some people have babies to save relationships. And, like, some people will have them. And then, like, it still doesn't work. And then they put that resentment on their child. So. Yeah. I appreciate that that didn't happen to me because I I would have hated both of you, to be totally honest. Okay. We love you. We love you the same. Um, I really wish you knew, and I think you already know this, the power of your skin, the power of your hair, the power of your knowledge. Um, my, my, my love for you is endless. I want you to go out in the world and do great things, become this strong black African-American enthusiastic influencer of the world. Um, you are beyond powerful. And I remember when my grandmother was living, she said, read to that baby, make her smart. And I feel like I've given you a lot of tools. You used um, to annoy me so bad growing up. Like when you had that leapfrog and like, you may read the same book three times a day. I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> it's a book. Okay, what, what read, read more. <laughs> and then the flashcards, oh, my God, it's such a traumatic, it's not traumatic, but, like, I hated the flashcards. Made you smarter, though. And I, I wanted to use the one with the answers on the back, and you wouldn't let me use the one with the answers on Duh. the back. Duh. <laughs> you learned your timetables quicker than anybody I knew. It was just, I never really understood why you did so much of that, but, like, I get it now. Yeah. Plus, back then, I was a teacher, and I saw so many kids that were brought so many workbooks home that like I wasn't <laughs> even supposed to use. I remember it was like you gave yep. me, I was level up, sis. I gave me, I was in kindergarten. You gave me this second grade reading book, and I was like, "What is this? this level isn't up even for me. Level up, sis." But I mean, it made you smarter. It, it'll probably get you into one of the, your top five. It made me so smart that it annoyed my teachers. I remember, I'm not gonna say her name because I don't know who listened to this. But, like, she, I remember she would just get physically annoyed with how much I knew. And, like, I would put extra information on my worksheet sometimes. I'm just like, isn't this what you want? Isn't this what your whole profession right. is about? It's it. Answer. But I think you're going great places. I wish you nothing but the best. Always remember that I got your back. 
right, wrong, or indifferent. I'll pull the pull the cat out for you. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Family show. All right. No, this is not. This is a family show this today. Segment is a family this segment show. is a family show. Well, I love you, booby. Wait, you didn't let me ask my question. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Is there anything I did that reminds you of something you did when you were younger? No. You and I are totally different. Uh, Okay. So sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. You and I are totally different. Um, but I see a little parts of me and you, but not a lot. And that 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 makes me have a greater appreciation for you because you're not like me. You're nothing like me. You're your own little cute little flower. You're so delicate, but you can be a little snazzy. I think you might get that from me. I think yeah, that's how I feel. Like sometimes when I I have a small attitude, and you be like, "Who raised you? You, yeah." You. But but check that, check that shit at the door. Right. Okay. You must have forgot what school I went to. Okay. Yeah. Fifteenth Street. What? Uh. Mhm. All right. Okay. Well, yeah. So this was this was fun. I, you can't just end it like that. You can't do it. It's that. my show. All right. You're right. All right. But anyway, so. Thanks for the Mother's Day love. Thanks for the Mother's Day episode. Thanks for just being the sweetest little kid sometimes that I want to backhand when you say smart things under your breath. You do that. Are you? What are we, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> We're ending the show. Okay. All right. I love you. Love you too. All right. Thanks, guys, for tuning in to another episode of Conversations with Mo. I just want to thank my beautiful brown skin girl for being here. My, I call her. I always call her my forever girl because she's with me forever. So I thank her so much for being, um, just helping my idea of this Mother's Day episode come to fruition. Um, thank you to my team. Shout out to the team, gang, gang. Um, I appreciate them more than they know. Um, so we're going to get on up out of here. We have a long day planned. And, oh, I also want to say, before we get out of here, I want to say happy Teacher Appreciation Week to all of my lovely teachers over at Bel Air K-8. Gang, 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 gang. I love them. You can't say gang, 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 gang after you mentioned the elementary school. Yeah. They're the gang. Oh, my God. They're the Falcon gang. I got this. Also, if you don't know... Now you know. Shout out to my favorite motherfucking nurse in the whole goddamn world. Motherfucking sweet Sadie. Happy Nurses Week, baby. I love you. I will keep calling you and asking you questions when my body seems to be breaking down. And I just appreciate you answering my calls and being my one-on-one doctor slash nurse. So I appreciate you, girl. Shout out to you and everybody on the fifth floor of oncology at AU. So I appreciate um, all of the nurses here um, that have been working tirelessly through this pandemic. Um, We're going to get through this. We are definitely going to get through this, but we're going to get on out of here because we got the rest of our day to go and we got shit to motherfucking do. Peace out.